Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to the Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome back to another episode of Deeds in the Desert. Today's episode, we are going over who is Local Homes. Local Homes is one of Ignite Funding's borrowers, and they've been working with us since 2015. And since January 1st of 2023, Ignite Funding has funded 38 loans for local homes, totaling $140 million. And one of the co-owners, Ryan Lance, is here in the studio today. And interviewing him will be Pat Vassar, Director of Underwriting here at Ignite funding. So welcome guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. And more importantly, thank you, Ryan, for flying in from Denver for this special occasion. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, let's just dive right in. Uh, What what can you tell our listeners about Gray's correlation between local and, and how you fit into that equation? Yeah, sure. So my business partner, Dave Lemna, and I started Local Homes in 2012. Along the way, um, we decided it would make more sense for a number of reasons to take our land development, land acquisition, entitlement, and development uh, activities outside of the home building business. And we created a company called Gray's Development um, as a completely separate standalone company. Its purpose is to, again, um, kind of identify acquire finance and close on the land and then get it entitled and developed specifically for the home building company. So uh, when you say case, specifically, local. it is not for anybody else except for local homes? Correct. Okay. At the moment. Perfect. And so the, the bifurcation of the process of land acquisition, entitlement, and development is solely on Gray's, and then the vertical construction is solely on local? That's correct. Okay. Uh, Gray's itself, do they do anything outside of what local specializes in, which is... We do. So we have, we have some expertise um, in the Gray's development company in terms of personnel management um, that allows us to look at other real estate opportunities that might include small apartment buildings, um, a build for rent uh, community, different capabilities really from a financing and overall management perspective. Whereas local homes is designed specifically to um, build for sale product uh, to the market. Gotcha. What is the correlation between the two? Same ownership, same office, same everything? How does that stand? Good question. So the ownership is the same. So Dave and I own uh, the company 50-50, exactly like we own local homes. Okay. The companies are, uh, they operate in completely separate locations. So great. It's in the the same city uh, in Denver, south of Denver, actually. But um, two completely separate physical addresses, separate management teams, um, separate accountant, separate uh, attorneys, but really operates completely separate and legally and logistically, it is a completely separate business. So if it's a legally separate business, how are lots sold from Gray's over to local homes? Is there a contract involved? Is it a shake hand, a handshake deal? How does that really transpire? Uh, good question. So we use um, a, uh, a process that looks exactly like a third party sale would be. So Gray's will acquire the land, entitle it, develop it, and then sell those lots to local homes. What stands between Gray's and local homes is a, is a bona fide purchase agreement. 
Um, that agreement has things like earnest money deposits, contractual dates for due diligence periods, closing dates, um, sales pricing, all, all the things that you would see in a, in a, in a normal third-party transaction is what you'd see in that transaction. So if Gray's faults on any of its terms in the agreement, um, or if local faults on any of its terms under the agreement, there are you know penalties in the contract like you would see from any any major development company. So is it safe to say all loans that we've done with Gray's Development have had bona fide contracts with local homes? Yes. Is it safe to say that will be the standard operating procedure going forward as well? It is, yeah. So Pat, to take that one step further, Gray's will not close on a piece of land where we don't already, at, prior to acquiring the land, we will have a contract from local homes to buy the property at, on a predetermined takedown schedule at predetermined prices with an earnest money posted. Once that's in place, then we will move forward with acquiring the land. So Grace really doesn't take any entitlement risk. It doesn't take any um, land development risk. It doesn't take any uh, market risk, right? Um, we're certainly not speculating on who we're gonna sell it to or what price. So all <laughs> that stuff is predetermined and in place in a contract with an earnest money deposit before we close on the land. So we've taken out risk level, but uh, keeping the, the rate of return the same. I like that, that's a, that's yeah. a great strategy. I would too if I was on your side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, great great strategy for the investors. Yeah, it's been a good partnership. It has thus far, you know, we've been working together since 2015, knew each other for years before that, right. uh, but actually been doing deals together since 2015. During that time, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars have uh, changed hands without any issues, I wouldn't expect anything to change in the, the years to come, even getting past this COVID and banking issues and whatever else comes our way. That's a fact. To kind of close things out here, how did you come up with the name Local and Gray's Development? So Local, uh, when we started the business, Dave and I both have large production home building backgrounds working for national builders. And what we thought is in, in 2012, when we looked at the landscape of the Denver marketplaces, we thought, you know, that last recession really wiped out the private builders for a number of reasons. But um, we thought, you know, the market really could, there's room for a private builder, you know, for a local builder in the market. And so we thought, you know, and, and people were like, well, how are you going to compete with these big guys? You know, and it's through relationships like we have with you folks that have allowed us to, to grow in the early days on the home building company. But we thought, hey, listen, everyone thinks that's a weakness of ours, but let's embrace it and, and make it a strategy, right? And so we're a local option for a, for a market that's dominated by public builders. So it's a higher touch experience from from the builder um, as compared to some of our larger you know production builders that we compete with, um, and you know we just we provide a different kind of local touch, and so we just embraced it. You know I think at the time it was cool to misspell stuff on purpose. We put a K in there <laughs> instead of a C, <laughs> and uh, and that became our brand. Got it. Yeah. And what about on the gray side of things? In grays, um, we're active group. Some of our core values include passion um, and just you know active activity and being part of the community and. Um, some of the ancillary companies that we've created over the years are named after Peaks in Colorado. So Gray's is a, um, a 14er in Colorado. 14er meaning 14,000 feet? A mountain that's 14,000 feet or higher. Okay. Um, and so we named uh, this business after Gray's, which is often paired with another um, kind of sister peak called Tories. So Gray's and Tories was the first 14er I did. And so mine as well, it, as a matter of fact, it, was that right? Yeah, it absolutely so that's why was. it's called grace development. Awesome. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought it yeah. had to do with hair color. No, I, I don't have much of that anymore. <laughs> I guess I have some in my beard, so that could have worked. But no, in fact, it was the, uh, it was the, it was the peak. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, you know, spending time out of your day to get over here to Las Vegas to record this and share a little knowledge with our investors. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks again for listening to Deeds in the Desert. This ad is sponsored by Pillars of Finance. Pillars of Finance is an investment community created by industry experts for investors of all kinds.
It is a virtual event that takes place on April 4th at 3 p.m. If you have not registered or if you would like to learn more, go to pillarsoffinance.com or click the registration link in the podcast description. And thanks again for listening to Deeds in the Desert.